0: The Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bird Dogs shorts. Dominate summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com/pool. That's birddogs.com/pool. Dgens Assemble! Welcome back to Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me as always is my co-host and partner, Mr. Andrew, the TD King, Rob. Happy Friday Eve, buddy. We're almost there.
1: Yes, sir. Love the weekends. Love drafting.
0: Working
1: for them. L- always, always working for the weekend. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Don't... Don't have a whole lot planned for the weekend. Do have a little bit of family stuff going on for the 4th of July. So nice. nice. I'd say I'm looking forward to that, but I'm not much of a huge, like everyone get together kind of guy, family guy like that. That's not really my, my ish. I like to keep it small with the family, but, uh, unfortunately I get dragged to a lot of this. So, you know, especially when you have kids, everyone's like, oh, I want to see him. You're like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah.
0: I get it. They're kids. They're adorable. Yeah. yeah. Just have cool. that same energy in 10 years. All right
1: yeah uh how about yourself got anything going on for the old fourth of july coming up
0: i might have a baby you know you know wife's ready to you know drop any day here so yes you know yes. that's that's pretty much the the hot topic around the house is you know you or is, is it now or are you is it now you know you'll you're good.
1: joining you'll be joining the old dad club man the overworked underslept dad
0: i can't I can't reach my girl dead hat. Otherwise I'd rock it. I'll throw it on the first episode <laughs> after she drops for sure. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. New album dropping. It's a baby. Amelia Joe Bruni. She's coming any day now. So we're excited. We're anxious and, you know, patiently waiting. That's about all we can do. Like I said, it's a lot of like, is, is it happening? Is, 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 is this it? Oh, and, Okay, cool. Enjoy, well, let's go, and, let's enjoy go back and watch the TV. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy that
1: yeah, downtime exactly. you, you got. Because it's exactly. not going to last very long. <laughs>
0: All right, so tonight we are going to be talking about overpriced wide receivers in best ball. We're talking about guys that are maybe a little bit too high a cost per their ADP, whatever our reasons may be, and could just be guys that we're just not on, just guys that we're avoiding, that we're fading this year, a.k.a. our villains, if you haven't watched the pod, right? So we're looking at potential fade targets, guys that we're avoiding. Andrew, who was your first uh, nomination here, your first villain, whether it be someone that you're just not paying for at current market cost, or someone you just don't believe in this season.
1: So I'm actually going to start off with a a double banger here and talk about Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, uh, respectively going Uh, Chris Godwin uh, currently going as wide receiver, 29 Mike Evans going currently as wide receiver, 35. Now here's what I want to say about these guys. It's not that I want to full fade them. uh, Mm -hmm. Even though I do expect the bucks to suck. I think I learned my lesson last year, almost full fading the Seahawks. and then. We all know what they did. Now I do think this could be a different scenario. Geno Smith, probably a better quarterback than Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield combined. So, you know, different scenario last year. Uh, But this year with the bucks, I I do think they're going to be losing games. So I see the value in opportunities and targets for these two gentlemen. Problem I have is that I'm not sure which one's going to actually perform. I do not believe both of them will perform. Mm -hmm. Um, I've, up to this point been thinking about Chris Godwin in the point of, I think I want to draft him because he seems like he's probably going to get the most targets. He's a short area guy kind of seems like Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield are going to be targeting him more due to the fact of, you know, what routes he excels in, as opposed to Mike Evans, who is kind of more the downfield threat, boomer bust kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I recently had been listening to establish the run and they were talking about, why they want to draft Mike Evans over Chris Godwin. And they kind of got me thinking a little bit. They they talked about how Mike Evans is kind of the one that could potentially win you a week because of the downfield ability. He might be a guy that gets you 70 yards and a touchdown in one play, right? Chris Godwin's not really that guy. So you, Chris Godwin's probably going to be more consistent than Mike Evans, but Mike Evans mm-hmm. is that, that downfield guy. So it's not that I want to fade either of these guys. The point I want to bring up about them is I don't want to draft them at their current ADPs. If they fall, I'm more inclined to draft them. But where they're currently going, I think there's value to some, not in my eyes personally. But if they Mm -hmm. drop a couple picks, you know, maybe half a round or so, I'm more inclined to take them at that point. So this isn't a full fade them. It's a let them drop a little bit. If that happens, then maybe pick them up do not draft them before they go. And at EDP, that's not my ish, but I can't you know, speak for everybody.
0: Okay, so I want to play the game with you here. I really don't disagree with you. I'm not impeccably high on Godwin and Evans, but I am in the, the narrative or buying the narrative that I want to target Chris Godwin because he is going to have more opportunities. Like he is going to soak up the volume of the passing offense. And I really can't disregard what you're saying about Mike Evans. He does have probably more opportunities for, uh, spike weeks with higher ceilings, right? M- multiple touchdown type of games, the big field-breaking plays. But I've also seen Mike Evans have games where he's walked away with, you know, two touchdowns and two yards and two catches. While that may be good, I don't I don't want to buy into that at a high rate, and I don't want to expose myself with really either of these guys where they're my number two or they're my number one receiver, you know, being drafted on my best ball team because I want to, you know, build get them on my roster with a built – you know, wide receiver room. They should be like my fourth or fifth guy. And I feel like when I'm targeting him and those, those two Godwin and Evans at that space, I'm feeling less exposed to risk. Obviously I'm, you know, leaning into a zero RB approach most likely if that's, you know, how my picks are falling. But I want to ask you about some of the players just around here. Cause you know, from what I know about some of the players going around this ADP, I still feel like you might be taking a Chris Godwin. So uh, Chris Godwin or Brandon Ayuk, who would you take? Chris Godwin. OK, so he's behind you and ADP Chris Godwin or Marquise Brown.
1: Um, they're similar to me as I hate both offenses. Um, right. I guess I'll still take Godwin just because I think he's more of a surefire thing. But uh, both of them do not rub me the right way.
0: OK, Michael Pittman or Chris Godwin Pittman. OK, and, and also, that's even
1: with me not really liking Pittman. I know I, I really I was don't surprised. I was but surprised I by your answer. No he's going to be the the number one on the team. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are kind of 1A, 1B, mm-hmm. or 1B, 2B, you know, depending on how you want to look at it. But yeah, I'll still take Pittman, just because I know it's sure surefire thing.
0: To be or not to be, I just had to drop it in there. Um, and I think that we at least perceive Anthony Richardson as probably providing a safer floor than Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask, even if the, the offense isn't passing a lot. You would agree? Yes. Okay, so again, the, the, those are two guys behind him: uh, JSN, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, or Chris Godwin.
1: I guess Godwin. I I like the upside of JSN as opposed to Godwin, but I think Godwin gets far more target, so I'll take Godwin.
0: Yeah. Seems like you like Godwin at his ADP. Uh, this is a tougher one, I guess. Uh, Deontay Johnson or Chris oh, Godwin? Come on,
1: Deontay Johnson.
0: Yeah, of, of course, day. but he is also you know nine picks. He's nine picks after Chris Godwin. So it may just be a corner of the uh, the board there that you're a little bit more naked to. I, I know that the guys that I'm going to bring up tonight, they're in a very similar space in, in ADP. So it feels just kind of like our naked area where, you know, that part of the wide receiver group, you know, of the field, we're probably diverting to tight end, running back, quarter, you know, other positions, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So my first guy up uh, a little bit higher on the board, let's start with Amari Cooper, uh, had a great season last year coming off of wide receiver 10 finish in 2022. However, I'm betting on some regression. You had David Njoku, who was on pace for a career season. He almost uh, broke his uh, career yards for receiving record or, you know, season high, but he still missed, you know, 3 games. Had he played, he would have uh, he would have absolutely topped it. I think he was only like 11 yards off of his highest season total. Uh, I feel like he's going to have some progression. He's going to be very involved in the offense. I like the investment of Elijah Moore. Donovan Peoples-Jones was still second in in the team in targets. And I'm expecting, you know, kind of like a modest drop in in just total volume. Last year, he had about 132 targets, only 78 catches. Obviously, the lack of efficiency there, we can point to the quarterback position, right? You had Jacoby Brissett, not elite. You had Deshaun Watson coming back after a very, you know, long-waited return. He wasn't fresh. And I think the perception right now of him, you know, going as... I have him as wide receiver 18 off the board right now is that he's going to be, you know, the top target and, you know, an offense that we expect to be better. But I feel like the grouping itself of all the, the pass catchers is getting a little bit more middled. You know, obviously Kareem Hunt is gone. Dernis Johnson is gone. Kareem Hunt had a fair amount of targets going his way. I'm expecting a lot of those to still get cut into, you know, the progression of DPJ, David Bell still there. I think that Nick Chubb can easily just have a small uptick in targets as a sophomore, he had well over 50 targets. I think we could get back up to that range. So I kind of see the talent levels you know, rising as a group, and I'm not sure that Amari Cooper is just going to be that standalone talent that I felt he was last season. And then my other argument is just that the, the lack of potential spike weeks, right? We saw a few nice spike weeks from him last season, including week 17 where he did have two touchdowns, but he only had three catches. So like the, the week-to-week, you know, he may pop off for 20 points one week. He might come down to nine or even less than five the very next, and I feel like that's more likely in this offense this season. And also with Kevin Stefanski, if someone's just getting the ball at a high amount of volume in this offense, it's Nick Chubb or nothing. Uh, I don't. I'm not too worried about like you know past injury concerns. He's actually been pretty healthy recently. Amari Cooper, um, but that also kind of weighs in the back of my head. I, I just kind of know that if he takes a you know a good chip, or, you know a good hit, he could you know sit out for the rest of the game. You know, he might take a week off here or there if he has to, you know, he's, he's not someone that, you know, just, you know, builds the ideal confidence of, you know, health in my opinion. While, like I said, he has still been very healthy recently, but he is someone that I'm off of. I feel like he should be, I don't know, maybe it's not much, but at least like seven to eight wide receivers down, maybe five or six. And this is again, just betting on his potential regression. And then the progression of others around him, DPJ, Elijah Moore, I you know, they spent a Third round pick, I believe, on Elijah Moore. It's a pretty good draft capital for a receiver right now in the in the market. I, I feel like he's going to come in and have a role. And then um, David Bell is the, still there too. He had the, about the same amount of targets last year as Nick Chubb.
1: Um, I'm I'm more bullish on Cooper. Um, okay, few few reasons. One, if it's especially if DeAndre Hopkins, you know, this is all. Everything I'm going to say right now is if DeAndre Hopkins does not go there, if Hopkins goes there, then I'm off Cooper at that point. Um, so Cooper, uh, I, I think is has value to the point of I think he could probably finish as like a top eight wide receiver this year. I'm Something higher else. on Watson taking a step forward. Um, I, I, I know that we talked about this when we talked about Watson on a couple of shows ago, but he had a very bad scenario coming in last year. You know, everything off the field, he didn't get the practice with the team coming in, trying to learn new system, had Mm -hmm. bad weather games, all that, you know, transpired and just kind of overshadowed what I think the team could have been. So for this, you know, this year, uh, I do think that Cooper has uh, a good target opportunity. I think that he will see a, a majority of the wide receiver, um, opportunities especially within the red zone now and i pointed out wide receiver opportunities because i do think njoku probably dominates red zone uh targets i think Mm -hmm. nick chubb dominates red zone efficiency for them so i do agree with you on the cooper probably is going to be not anywhere near double digit touchdowns he's probably going to be closer to about five maybe i but i do think his yardage and, and opportunities you know is there i also like their playoff schedule Uh, It is a week 15 versus Chicago. Not a great defense. Uh, Week 16 at Houston. Not a great defense. Then home week 17 against the Jets. That one's probably going to be tougher. That is. But I mean, you know, outside of that, I do like the other one. So I'm, I'm more bullish on Cooper, but I understand what you're saying. And I don't disagree with you. I just I guess I'm giving them a pass for last year and thinking that Cooper's still definitely the best wide receiver on the team. Why not give him? Twenty-eight to thirty percent of the targets. I mean, that just—it seems like that's what they're probably going to have to do now. How much is that? I don't know because mm-hmm. they're probably going to run the ball a lot as well. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. So I'm, I'm more bullish on Cooper, but I understand like your stance on it.
0: Yeah, and also to note too, he was not very efficient last season, just with total volume. Like I said, and I and I do point that to the quarterback position, but other players around him. DPJ, he caught sixty-three percent of his passes. David and seventy-two percent. Kareem Hunt, again, obviously not there, but 79. Harrison Bryant, backup tight end, 73. Nick Chubb, he still caught 73%. Mari Cooper only grabbed about a little less than 60% of his passes. Obviously, there's a lot of volume there. And consider the source who was throwing him the ball. Bad QBs, or at least rusty, you know, with, with Deshaun Watson, Watson, excuse me. Not so great with Jacoby Brissett. But I feel like that that could still play into this season. Like, yeah, he may have that volume, but is he going to bring home? you know, booming production on that volume. I, I've seen weeks where he's had 14 targets and he's come up with less than five catches. I've seen weeks where he has the same amount of targets. And he has 12 catches. It, it just seems a little bit more boomer bust to me. And I like the, you know, some of the additions around him. Your boy Jerome Ford could come in and just eat up all those catches, all those the, all those targets. And the rest of the remaining opportunities could still get cut up between everybody else. DPJ, um Elijah Moore, David Bell, if he takes a step forward, I could see it.
1: Yep. No, I understand.
0: All right. Uh, Who's your next guy up?
1: Next guy up is bird dogs, baby. Can't forget to talk about some bird dogs, Uh, bird dogs, (laughs) bird dogs uh, do truly make you look good. Uh, I don't know if you watched the show the other night with Sean and Kramer while they were in Vegas, but Sean stood up and showed everyone the bird dogs he was wearing. They looked like nice shorts. Uh, Bird dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh. Give your leg a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix the issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches. So you get a way slimmer fit. Uh, You know, I was thinking about like everything I could do in Bird Dogs. Like I'm a big like outdoors guy. So I go golfing, go hiking, go uh, kayaking, obviously do yard work. You know, when you own a home, you have to get out and do the yard work. So your house doesn't look like the piece of shit one on the block. Get yourself some bird dogs to do all your outdoor activities. Do us a favor. Go to birddogs.com slash pool and enter promo code P-O-O-L for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That birddogs.com slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you that.
0: Did Sean also give you the count of how many days he was wearing them?
1: No, but I know that uh, I know he said for one, he was like wearing them like at least five days in a row. And I was like, oh, man, you don't wear underwear with these because they have the built in liner. So I'm like, was it five days in the same pair or were you like mixing them? Because even though they come with the anti stink wick stuff, I'm not sure how five days of ball sweat probably got all up in there. I was was concerned for him
0: the other day i was out and about you know i was uh you know working outside sales and it was like just like the worst fucking day it was so hot swamp ass can- level seven style oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah with the turtle head you know uh pipe or peeking out every now and again you know it was just it was yeah. just terrible and i just remember telling myself like man this was the worst day to start wearing underwear you know like i hate underwear <laughs> it's the it's the absolute <laughs> worst and that day i was wearing it and i was just like oh my god i just feel just so constrained and you know just just like locked in to the, all this sweat It's just oh my
1: goodness it's yep, terrible yep
0: um uh, what do you think about mike's my, uh comment here
1: yeah so before i get to my next guy let's uh let's talk about uh, mike rob's comment here so uh he put uh at the end or when you have time do you two like the new underdog tournament with weekly winners any volume going to go into it uh i do you know r- really short synopsis on this i i do like the the tournament i think it's cool that. You don't have to wait all year long to get paid. If you do well in a week, I know right. there was a few weeks last year where I absolutely smashed a week. Probably would have been cashing a decent amount. So I will definitely be putting some volume into this. I'm not sure how much yet. Uh, I really want to make sure I max out BBM if possible. But I definitely will be doing some of these, and I'm going to be putting some stuff out on Twitter. So if no one follows me on Twitter here, uh, make sure you do. That's a Rob23. That's a-R-A-U-B-2-3 on Twitter. Just gonna be putting out some stuff that I kind of liked about the tournament, you know, some some strategies, some plays that you might be able to do. Uh honestly, when I initial thought was pick a couple weeks that you really like, some some games, you know, off of teams that you actually like as well, and go balls to the wall on those. Just so, you know, just so you can kind of maybe win two or three of those weeks, um, or at least get upwards. I mean, honestly, like if you could take one uh of your teams and earn couple thousand on it like that's worth it to me even if you don't make the twenty thousand, you know first prize that uh, in a week so yeah i'll definitely be putting some stuff out justin i think you and i may be touching on it in an upcoming podcast as well so mike we will definitely get to it uh if you have any suggestions or things you want to hear about it or have any ideas hit us up on twitter um hit us up on you know wherever comment on the youtube page uh let us know just so that we can kind of incorporate that because we would love to get everyone's outside opinion
0: yeah, absolutely. Jump in the Discord. Jump on Twitter. You know, wherever yep. wherever you can find us. And yeah, our our Twitter handles are right here. I won't be attacking it with uh, with any real volume. I'm sure I'll I'll toss in some entries here and there. But like Andrew said, it, you know it's uh it's the show or nothing. You know, we're we're going for the big bucks, and uh, you know it's getting tight around here. You know, it's, it's getting a little tight. You're gonna be having a kid. You know, I gotta I gotta, I gotta pinch the pockets. You know, so <laughs> rub some nickels together. Get a BBM four draft. I'm hoping, uh, underdog sends us some credits for all of the wonderful advertising that we've been doing, you know?
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right. Right. right,
1: Uh, so back to the topic at hand here, my next guy that we are going to talk about that, uh, I really don't think is going to be finishing anywhere near wide receiver two. And that is Mr. Brandon Iuke of the 49ers. He's mm-hmm. currently going as wide receiver 28. Uh, so a few really quick things. I, don't like that the quarterback situation is still unknown. Though there seems to be a little bit more clarity that Brock Purdy will hopefully be ready Week One. That's kind of been the talk of the town. Is that they're still really hoping for right. that. So we could just it could just be Brock Purdy. If it's Brock Purdy, okay. Are you probably closer to wide receiver two? But I still don't think that it's it's really a good value to take him. Um, the the guys on that team I think that could have spike weeks in front of him. CMC obviously, George Kittle. Yeah, even though I'm not very high on George Kittle this year, I still think he's has more spike weeks in him than Brandon Ayuk. And then of course, Debo Samuel, the like spike week master. Uh, <laughs> I was off Debo last year, where he was going at like in the early second round. Um, I, I don't know. I, I Ayuk's giving me the same kind of vibes of I don't really think there's a lot of opportunity for Brandon Ayuk to shine in the offense this year. I I think that there's too many mouths to feed. In a team that ultimately has a pretty easy schedule this year, so they might be winning a lot of games. Ayuk's not going to be running the ball, really. If they're winning games, he's not going to be getting a ton of targets. I don't think. I mean, I don't know. There's just a lot of things working against him. So wide receiver twenty eight, it's not awful. Uh, there's mm-hmm. just guys going around him that I prefer more, such as I'm going to read some some list here. You tell tell me if I'm crazy here, but do you like? Obviously, you like Deontay Johnson more uh marquise brown I'm i would take Ayuk.
0: uh i would take brown just because of the concentration of targets
1: okay yep i mean and so would i uh jsn Ayuk. okay i, I take jsn there uh jordan addison
0: iuke
1: i take addison Traylon burks
0: you know i like Traylon burks that one's tough because I ex- I still expect the 49ers to score a lot of points. I think there's still opportunities and garbage time, but like you said, they're they're really deep. I mean, I could throw in, you know, uh, Elijah Mitchell in there. You know, you could throw in just any of the uh, you know the bottom feeding you know receivers on the roster. Uh, I'll go Traylon Burks.
1: Okay, those, uh, are, guys, I, I, I start, those are I believe those are guys all behind one. him. Um, yeah, uh, JSN was in front of him. And obviously, DJ and Marquise Brown uh, are in front of Ayuk, uh, but Addison have, and Burks are both. And then it's Gabe Davis. Lockett, I have Ayuk
0: as wide receiver twenty-eight, and I have JSN as wide receiver thirty-two. So some separation. Oh, there. I'm
1: sorry. I'm looking on ETR's website, and I'm looking at ETR's positional rankings. Uh, yeah, right. they, they have him in front of those guys. But yes, you are correct. Uh, yeah. So
0: I'm looking at the you know the underdog. You know how you're going to see the board. You know when you're in the lobby.
1: Yeah, I, I see that. Uh, in here, but he, he is wide receiver 28. I just, uh, again, like there's guys going around him like, uh, again, Brown, uh, Godwin, I'd take Godwin over him. Uh, obviously DJ Moore, Drake London, Agreed. all these guys are kind of going right in front of him. I obviously take all those guys as well. I just think there's more opportunities for the guys going around him than what yeah. I was going to see. And obviously we know opportunity is king in fantasy football. So I, I will stick with my guns and just fade Iuke. Um He He might be somebody I full fade. I'm not sure I picked him yet and I'm not sure I'm really going to pick him at all unless mm-hmm. something happens to Debo in like training camp <laughs> then maybe. But outside of that, outside of a big injury, I, I think that I just going to be on the uh, 1% or less exposure for your boy here.
0: No, I, I really have no disagreement. I mean, I like the prospects of them for like redraft, like, you know, drafting and like startup and things like that. But, yeah, some of the other guys, uh, Juan Jennings, Daz Newsome, don't see them doing a lot, but don't be mad when Willie Sneed gets production. That's going to be annoying. Or uh, or Chris Conley. That's just kind of the way the offense works. There's always going to be those gadget guys that jump into the mix, and you know they're going to break open a big splash play. But you don't even need those guys to have this conversation. Like you said, CMC, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. If you do have, you know, Somehow Trey Lance is in that mix. He's a running quarterback, and he's also not very good. So if you get into the situation where Brock Purdy isn't ready, this obviously is going to drop his ADP. And for that, I, I you know I, I I agree with you. I think he is probably a little bit too high for you know best ball cost wide receiver twenty eight. The guys in front of him are smash picks: Drake London, mm. Terry McLaurin. Um, not not so much Mike Williams. I think it's a similar situation, honestly. Really, uh, DJ. Yeah, and I'll get to that with one. I have a Charger on my list, so we'll, mm. we'll get to that. Um, hmm. But I think they're I think they're even. Like I would, it's more of a coin flip between those two for me. It's not a smash, Mike Williams, um, DJ Moore, Christian Kirk, Chris Godwin, who is now after him, Marquise Brown, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson, who are now all after him again. Tyler Lockett, Traylon Burks, uh, Jordan Anderson, Like you said, it's pretty close. I'd probably still lean Ayuk. But yeah. all the all those guys, that's all. That's a big handful of guys where I can just. Let IUK slide down the board. Maybe even someone brings them up ahead of ADP if they're really high on them. Um, I was just in a really weird draft. I saw Keenan Allen go, I think, in the third round before DK Whoa. Metcalf. Yeah, yeah, Whoa. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people I get do, high on their guys.
1: I, I do like the Chargers. Let's get into your Charger guy. But, but first we do, before we do that, uh, I do want to talk a little bit about R. Our- Sponsor of the show, Underdog Fantasy. We are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here. Justin and I are balls deep in Best Ball Mania. Justin a little bit more than I, but I will be getting in to 150 drafts. Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in Best Ball Mania 4. Underdog also offers pick Uh, It's a great way to get down in your favorite MLB and NHL season player props. So many ways to win over at Underdog, and Underdog is available in so many states. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com. Use our promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's UnderdogFantasy.com. Promo code SGPN.
0: Okay. All right. Party on. Party on, Andrew. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right.
1: yes, let's get into your Charger guy, because I think you and I are going to be split on this for sure.
0: Uh, Keenan Allen at wide receiver 19. So uh, just one spot behind Amari Cooper. Like I was saying, this might just be like a very naked uh, grouping of, of receivers here. I just think that the situation is, you know, a little bit more. It's similar to the Seattle Seahawks, right? You have, like, three pretty good receivers now. They drafted Quinton Johnston. They still have Joshua Palmer. And Eckler's going to get a ton of touches. Like, he's still going to have the most volume in this offense. And I just see the group. This is another situation where I see the talent level rising. Keenan Allen may not be needed as often as he's uh, been, uh, you know, these past few seasons win healthy. Last season, he finished as wide receiver uh, 42 Obviously, only playing in 10 games, you know, um, missing the majority of week two through 10. He did come back week seven and, you know, he, you know, re injured himself and wound up missing, you know, two more games after the bye. It was a super frustrating situation. And while I definitely believe he is in the category for, you know, like a, a big bounce back season. I just don't feel like it's going to be bouncing back to the same levels of, say, you know, top 10 finish. You know, the three seasons prior, he finished as wide, wide receiver 10, wide receiver 14, and wide receiver six. And in none of those seasons was he able to uh, come home with double-digit touchdowns. It's all based on high volume. So the couple seasons before, 157, 147, 149 targets. I feel with all the weapons that they have now, I feel like that target share is going to come down a bit and he is going to regress, not necessarily for total season success. I think his numbers can look good at the end of the year, but the boom ability, the spike week ability, I feel is going to be very middled between, in this offense, probably Mike Williams, Eckler, and you know some of these secondary guys like Josh Palmer or Jail Everett. I think that Keenan could have some big weeks, but you know, a big week for him could be 12 catches for 95 yards and no touchdown. You know, I, that sounds really good. And, and you'll love that in redraft. But in best ball, when we're looking for the, you know, the high expectancy outcomes like the the high value outcomes, uh, he doesn't feel like that guy for me at, at that ADP. I would probably have him about 10 spots back.
1: Okay. Um, so I like the Chargers offense as a whole. Uh, they have a very fast pace. I believe they ranked second last year in pace of play. Uh mm-hmm. insert Kellen Moore. Uh Kellen Moore wants to play fast. I think uh the Cowboys ranked towards the top as well the last couple seasons with pace of play. So I like that they're going to be running a lot of plays in this offense. It's an explosive offense. You never kind of know what they're going to do, whether they're going to give it to Eckler for a few yards or throw it down deep to, to Josh Palmer or mm-hmm. you know, tar- just pepper targets to Keenan Allen. That that's kind of his his ish, right? I think for Keenan Allen to have a good season, he's gonna need to to work some more in the red zone, which I do think is possible for him. Um, One thing I like about the Chargers and, and Keenan Allen is the end of year schedule. So it's at Las Vegas. That's in a dome. That's important at the that end helps. of the year when it's cold as shit outside. And the uh,
0: defense is bad.
1: Yes. V- Vegas, not a good defense, and it is in the dome. I like that. Week 16 versus Buffalo. Buffalo, good defense, but it is at home. So another dome game. This could be a potential shootout. Uh, then finishing the year at Denver don't like that it's outdoors like that but in a division game like that with mm. shit on the line at the end of the season I think that that's a dark horse to be a big time game as well so I do like that for the Chargers um I don't necessarily disagree with you on the Keenan Allen outlook I, I just think that Mike Williams has not shown us that he that this man can one land on his feet and two stay stay healthy I think sure. Keenan Allen um be it that he's older and he has his own health issues i do think he's a little bit more durable than mike williams so i think that you know having him around is really going to help the case of mike williams maybe not being on the field uh maybe gerald ever take a step back you know there's multiple ways i can try to swing keenan allen to have a good year i just think that at wide receiver 19 i don't see him really finishing too far out of that i think Mm -hmm. taking him at his adp you're not going to get killed um there's some guys behind him that Maybe I prefer a little bit more, but I'm not going to shy away from Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. I just like the offense as a whole.
0: So, I, and I agree with you. The offense on paper, it looks very promising. I love the matchups that you brought up, but in, in the same breath of that, I don't want to be first to market for players like outside of Eckler, right? Like I don't want to go chasing the first guy off the board because I can still back um, back up my picks with... Mike Williams at a similar ADP, but like again, like they're they're so close. I'm typically leaning into the Quinton Johnston's, the Joshua Palmers, the Gerald Everett's because it's so much better value, right? And I can stack up similar talent with players that I feel will have higher target shares overall in their offense with the back end guys of the Chargers who are in a good offense playing behind, you know, some injury opportunities in Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. So I, I mean, I, we could very well see at the end of the season Josh Palmer lined up uh, or lined up alongside Quentin Johnston and Gerald Everett. We could, I mean, that very well could happen. You know, based off of what we've seen from Mike Williams and Keenan Allen these past few seasons. I hope that's not the case. I mean, I love me some Keenan Allen. I love me some 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 baby blue Keenan Allen. You know, with 15 targets a game mm, makes people some money. By the way, last year week 18 he scored two touchdowns against Denver, two touchdowns up against Denver in week 18 and had a and had a spike week, but. He wasn't active, like hardly at all, from weeks one through ten, like not even a little bit. It's always something that you will take, but it's something that's not going to be special. Uh, <laughs> it's not booming production. You're right, Mike. It's not <laughs> booming. You know, yeah,
1: that's a <laughs> that was a good one.
0: He's certainly not twerking on that thing, that's for sure. I do like that. <laughs> I, do, I do, I do, I don't mind that. But yeah, I think th- I think there is a lot solid, of opportunity. Solid,
1: uh, solid comment there.
0: Uh, that is maybe we get that over to the clip team we'll, we'll have them uh you know spin this uh like a dj um <laughs> but yeah like i said i think the opportunity is in the back end uh of your draft with these charger opportunities give me some gerald Everett. give me some quentin johnston give me some joshua palmer palmer because as far as like spike week goes yeah you may not know when they're gonna happen for those guys they may be you know pretty uh you know sparing in between you know week to week but i feel it could be the very same case for keenan allen and mike williams
1: I do think there's a trust factor with Herbert and Allen too. That's a, it's, it's another tip of the cap to to Keenan Allen is that he has that trust level with Herbert.
0: He's been playing just as much uh, with Mike Williams as well, though. And we also saw him lean on Joshua Palmer when the opportunity arose, when those guys were hurt, he was able to lean in there and there seemed like a connection there. So if anything, the guy I'd be worried about that with, you know, like connection with Herbert is Gerald Everett. Like for some reason, they just never feel like they're on the same page. You know, the, the, the booming opportunities you know, feel few and far between.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I just, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not as out on Allen. I still think that he has mm-hmm. another good year in him before he really kind of falls off the cliff. I know he's at a bad point in his career as well. He's kind of on a decline at, with his mm-hmm. age, but I still think that he's going to get his targets. I mean, you know, the, to, to close out the season, eight, 11, five and eight targets, Oh, I'm sorry. Those are receptions. Those targets are catches. Are yeah, I was gonna 9, say 14, the Denver game he had 11. eight catches. Yeah, nine, fourteen, six, and eleven targets. That's that's pretty good. That I I'll take that. <laughs> All
0: right. Like I said, one week he had 12 catches for 92 yards, though. It's like I, I that's nothing to to you know turn your nose at, but my goodness, like, you know, is this is this the best that we can do? Yeah.
1: Still 15 points without a without a touchdown there. It's pretty good.
0: Right yeah like i said like that section of receivers like amari cooper keenan allen peep to the christian watson pick here like i'm i'm passing on all those guys and running right to jerry judy who's sitting right behind him so i'll take jerry judy over cooper keenan christian watson um who else is here deandre hopkins is also on my list i'll take drake london terry mclaurin dj moore christian kirk these are guys all kind of after that pocket okay all right who's your next guy up
1: Next guy up, and this is no stranger to the show. Everyone knows I am not an Adam Thielen guy. Have to talk about Adam Thielen not being a guy that, that you want to place your chips on here. Now, mm-hmm. caveat of all this is he is currently going as wide receiver 63. Do I think he can finish better than that? Probably, but it's not somebody I really well, it's want It's a on full my team. stop for Andrew. Yeah, it's, it's just not somebody I want on my team. A um, few things working against him. Age, he's on the wrong side of 30. He, he ain't getting any better. If you look at his stats, his per route target stats, it, it's, it's been declining over the last like three years. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that he is a boomer bust touchdown dependent wide receiver. It's either he's going to score you a touchdown that week and get you enough to maybe be your wide receiver three, or he's just going to be riding a bench, right? It He's never going to be a one. It's not going to be a two. You'll be lucky to get a three out of him. and And there's just no upside to him outside of, maybe squeaks in two touchdowns in a week throughout the year. I Mm. I just don't see it for Adam Thielen. Uh, They have a new quarterback, you know, rookie quarterbacks. uh, If you look uh, over the last, I think it was like 10 years. I was looking at rookie quarterbacks do not uh, end up throwing a bunch of touchdowns. So Adam Thielen's best thing that he might be good at might not happen in Carolina very often because I mean, insert Bryce young. uh, I, he just, they normally don't throw a lot of touchdowns. So that works against him. Age works against him. He has other guys on the team that I like a little better than him. DJ Chark, Jonathan Mingo. Um, they have, um, oh boy. my God, uh, boy. yeah, Terrence Your Marshall. Boy. Uh, so like those guys, I think are all better bets, even DJ Chark. And I think that he's kind of like in the Adam Thielen tier a little bit as well. But Jonathan Mingo and Terrence Marshall, especially, I think those guys have um, abilities and options that are way better than Adam Thielen I think the opportunity just isn't going to be there for him I don't think he's going to be a hundred target guy they also have Miles Sanders on the team now and Deuce Daly's there I think he's going to have a hand in Miles Sanders getting uh, a lot of the red zone work so there's mm-hmm. just a lot of things working against Adam Thielen now, I, again I think he's better than a wide receiver 63 but when you're getting down that low almost everyone's better than what they're projected right like <laughs> it's just it's just how it works so I I'm steering clear of Adam Thielen. I know some people don't feel the same way as I, but again, sorry, Adam, but you're just not my guy.
0: I mean, I, I have no argument whatsoever, um, but you're going to be really mad when this three wide receiver set is Adam Thielen, Demir Bird, and LaVisca Chennault. Like, you're going to be real upset. Look, That's actually I not be-
1: I won't be upset and I didn't even mention Visco because I'm I'm sick of being the guy that's like, oh man, this this is his year, and then that's awesome. I was not...
0: surprised. I thought you were gonna bang that drum too. I know I'm you're a big to. Terrace Marshall guy, so I thought I thought you were gonna bang I, both those drums, but I've
1: tempered expectations a little bit on Visca, though I do think oh, yeah. he has some spike weak potentials. The the man is good with the football in his hands. Just give him the damn ball, somebody, please. I digress. I do love visco though.
0: So over under five and a half touchdowns for Adam Thielen this year. Under. He has not had under five and a half in the last.
1: Has he played with six, a rookie quarterback?
0: I know. I know. I knew you were going to bring it back up. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, like you said, that's what he does. He He's done this on the back of not having good seasons. So last season, wide receiver 29, six receiving touchdowns. The season before that, he finished as wide receiver 28, Andrew. He scored 10, 10 touchdowns, double digits. He's, he finished as wide receiver 28. So
1: wide receiver I, 28. With ten touchdowns,
0: mm-hmm. the season I before that see. he finished his wide receiver ten with fourteen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean good. he has he has you, a you nose for the, the red zone. You see the decline no, right? Yeah, I I get it. I have I have no I have no overwhelming passion to draft Adam Thielen. I like taking the value, and he's a first to market pick for the receivers and on this group. Right? He's going to be the first name off the board. Give me the value. Give me a DJ I have to chart. Think. Let's give let's, me a Terrace a Marshall in the last round. <laughs>
1: let's, Let's take a look. Where's Mingo going? So he has to be creeping up to to the first guy now, I would think.
0: Uh, I think Thielen's still the first guy. I'll pull it up. Let's see. So Thielen's
1: 63. Mingo.
0: Oh, Mingo's one in front of him now, 62. Good on him. Good on the public. Yeah, I I
1: really think that I mean, why not just take the shot on the rookie if you want a shot on one of these guys or again, Terrence Marshall, who's been there and has had some good games for them. Like again, Terrence Marshall is going like undrafted and sometimes like uh, again, very late. Yeah, yeah. Most Most times. times you can get him in the 18th round. Like what are we doing here? Just take the man that could potentially be the number one wide receiver on the team if you want one.
0: Yeah, DJ Shark really isn't that far behind anymore either. There was, at one point, a nice little separation of ADP for, between those guys. Yep. And yeah, it looks like the public has appropriately brought Mingo back over the top. So that's that's a good thing. It's not a bad yep. thing. Yep. Um, let's move on to my next guy. I've got uh, Calvin Ridley. I love Woo! me some Calvin Ridley. D-gens, let's ride. D-gens said, how dare
1: you bet against one of our fellow D-gens?
0: I know, it, I know, but wide receiver 16 feels really expensive for a guy that didn't play football last season. The last two seasons, <laughs> excuse me. Like, that's of an expensive cost. I think that we can agree on that. And uh, I saw him go, what, 12 picks after ADP in this the draft I did today. Um, obviously, there was a ton of volatility in that one. I mentioned that Keenan Allen went in the third round. I had a DK Metcalf. That was insane. But I said, thank you, appreciate you. Uh, if you didn't see the tweet where I shared my massive ADP haul at receiver, uh, those types of actions, you know, helped me get some guys that were sitting around. Um, so guys that are going around them: DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, still guys that I feel will have a higher concentration of target or more priority in their offense. I like the Jaguars this year. I think that. Ridley can have a modest season. I think Kirk can have a a pretty good season, but you have weapons there. You know, you're going to have those two. You're going to have Zay Jones there still, Evan Ingram. They added Tank Bigsby to that group with Travis Etienne. I am a big advocate of, you know, Dearness Johnson being involved in this offense in some degree, in some facet. So while I love some Calvin Ridley, all the love in the world, I just hate, hate, hate this cost. I do not want to pay, you know, wide receiver 16. Let me see if I have my board up here to see like more of like a specific round that I can reference where he's going. Uh, was it round four, three? Oh my gosh. Where is he? Mark Cooper, DK Metcalf, Keenan Allen round four. the end of round four. That's very expensive to me. I do like some of the running backs there at that value, like a, like a Najee Harris or maybe even an Aaron Jones The receivers in that area, like I said, like this kind of turn, like I'm not in love with these guys, but still a situation where I like Jerry Judy a little bit more. I still like Terry McLaurin more, Uh, DJ Moore, Obviously these guys are now going after him. And, you know, a lot of these guys I feel like are, you know, still ADP miscalculations. Like I have Deontay Johnson as my number 19, right? So obviously there's going to be some fall for a lot of these guys. Uh, So in this space, while I like a lot of receivers, Behind him, I would still take like Amari Cooper at ADP, DK Metcalf at ADP over Calvin Ridley at ADP because I've been getting results from them the past few seasons. I know what I'm going to get out of them. Debo Samuel, even with his offense, you know, uh, talent level risen with CMC and you know a better quarterback that's keeping Kittle and Ayuk involved. He still should be their number one receiver. He should still be up there in total targets. Maybe CMC actually has the most targets on the team this year, but he should still be one, if not two, for sure. I don't know if that's for sure going to happen with Calvin Ridley. I I feel like he should be a top or second target leader in the offense, but if he's two, even if he's just two, is it worth it at wide receiver 16?
1: Yeah, and I... This one's a tough one for me because I like Ridley. I think that he can do very well in the offense. I think there's an opportunity for him to do so. But I, I do agree with you. It's a little bit expensive. There's guys around him that I take. I think uh, I agree with everybody you said except for Debo. I don't know. I'm just not a Debo. guy. No, I think I'm that's just a fair. Debo like hater. Debo,
0: Debo is in a very you know good offense. There's a lot of weapons there. I get that. That that, that there is an argument to that. That makes sense to me. I think there's a reality where. Ridley could have more targets than Debo, but I still feel like it's a, it's a tougher bet to make. I feel like the odds are against me when you have someone that's emerged like Christian Kirk, when you've had a guy like Evan Ingram, who's really bounced back. Zay Jones has shown his worth to the point where they said, Hey, we're going to move on from some of these other guys, some of these gadget guys that we've been utilizing, like Marvin Jones. I think Jamal Agnew is still there, but they let the, the pride of Crete go. My boy, uh, Oh, damn. What's his name? He's getting, oh, Laquan Treadwell. He's getting tossed around like the, the NFL bicycle. It's, it's, everyone's getting a ride. It's, it's been kind of ridiculous, but Jeez. shout out Creed, Illinois, the pride of. Um, So, yeah, just like, the, like I said, the guys around that space, the uncertainty of the situation there, it still feels like, you know, he could be either second or even third in targets. Like if Tank Bigsby comes onto the scene and is more of a presence on the ground, I feel that Travis Etienne can be a more impactful player in the passing game, which I think a lot of us fantasy owners are very hungry for. We want to see this guy get, you know, 70 to 80 targets. We want to see him getting a, a bunch of catches, have the opportunity to, to go for 50 plus, because that's what we've seen from that 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 combination between Lawrence and him, right? Like that's what all the fans and owners are, or fantasy owners, excuse me, are, are excited and mouthwatering for. Like that's what we want to see. So I could see some, you know, multiverse realities playing out here where Calvin Ridley is more middle than this offense than we would want to see.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have too much to add to that, to be honest with you. I mean, it's just uh, it's it's Christian Kirk's probably should be going closer to Ridley than he is as well. You know, the, uh, a lot of mouths to feed. I, I I completely agree with you. It's a hard one for me to just shit on Ridley because I do think there's a possibility. I don't want to eat my words mm-hmm. on Ridley because I think it's a possibility that he just kind of starts up what he was doing in Atlanta. Like in, in Atlanta, so. he was a great he I, was
0: fantastic. I really hope so. Like I I hope only the best things for Calvin Ridley. It feels bad even saying this, like it just doesn't feel right coming out of my mouth. But again, the cost just doesn't feel equitable with the players going around him. I just firmly believe this ADP should still be flipped. We had this discussion with Pete Overzet when he's on the show. Yep. I'm still all in on Christian Kirk. He's 11 wide receiver rankings behind Calvin Ridley. Again, I feel, I feel that's a very easy flip, and I don't think there's any disrespect to Calvin Ridley going at whatever that is wide receiver 27. I think that's pretty appropriate being at the very top of wide receiver 3 given the fact that he's been out and given the fact that he's coming into an offense that's getting deeper and getting better. I'm I, I'm hoping that, you know, Lawrence can throw for 40 plus touchdowns this season and that puts Calvin Ridley in a very good situation. He'll be worth that ADP there, but this is also a team that really really wants to establish the run and, you know, develop things, you know, you know in the trenches, you know, really grind out some games. And, you know, better to the team, you know, not necessarily better our uh, our fantasy squads.
1: Yeah. Um, I know Trevor Lawrence has an over under of 26 and a half touchdowns thrown. Smash. Yeah, smash. that, that 25 that
0: last year. Smash.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I I agree. Right. Like the insert Ridley here. I think it's going to be 30 plus. Um, yeah. But I do think Ridley has an opportunity to potentially get 10 of those. That's what I don't want to. I don't want to completely kill Ridley here because I do think that is a little expensive at ADP. But I also think that this man can. Can torch some defenses so i i, I agree oh, with yeah. you but it ain't gonna shy me away i'm still gonna take him um but i do think it is a little expensive i just i just don't want to miss out on on the fun with ridley and and mm-hmm. cheer on a fellow Gen.
0: <laughs> he hasn't had 10 uh touchdowns since his rookie season just F- fyi
1: but, yeah but this i mean really like he he's played with what quarterbacks over there matt ryan again well, he was
0: that was that was that was special though was his rookie season like right. he was solid with matt ryan, outside of so, that I mean, who's he played give with? him that um, I don't know who was there in 2019. I, I feel like it was Matt Ryan still in 2019. Well, yes, and it 20- was
1: Ryan still. I couldn't remember who was there. And then
0: 2020, I believe, is when Ryan moved out. I, okay. And then I don't know who that – but no, in 2020, actually, he had a top five finish. He was wide receiver five, his best year. So that's probably with Matt Ridley too. Or Matt Ridley. <laughs> Matt, Ryan, <laughs> Matt Ryan as well. Yeah. Ridley I mean, obviously, Let's just name all the Ridleys.
1: Yeah, I, I think Trevor Lawrence, I mean, is uh, – Matt Ryan was, was on this during that, and he still finished like that. I mean – Trevor Lawrence is this. He's he's ascending, right? So, sky's yep. the limit for Ridley. But I do agree with you. I think it's a little expensive. It's just I'm not going to shy away from taking him.
0: No, that's fair. Uh, who's your next guy? I think we got time for one more.
1: Um, so I got one more, and it's a lower guy. Do you got anybody that that's higher? I mean, we can stay. We can stay.
0: We can stay right here. I'll I'll just quickly throw out DeAndre Hopkins going at wide receiver 22. Yeah, let me I, hear
1: you on this because I'm I'm a Hopkins guy still. So let me sure. let me hear you. I was going to say Rasheed Rice, but Mm. quick synopsis really quick on that like a minute i i just there's so many mouths to feed here
0: mvs richie james 20 yeah, I mean, 30 40 picks back
1: sky Moore, you got other there's just guys I'd rather pick than rasheed rice because we have no idea now what in camp if it's like rasheed rice rasheed rice rasheed rice is all over the fucking field then maybe i'll I'll change my tune but for right now too many mouths to feed wide receiver 64 other guys would rather take there
0: the only um, way i'm gonna really prioritize them is if they sit them out of preseason like that's it like yeah i just if he's played in that. preseason, it ain't it ain't worth it. Yeah, uh, there's way too many mouths to feed there. They're going to cut up the touches after after Kelsey, uh, in full agreement. And even if you do draft Rashi Rice, you got to back it up. You got to back it up with an MVS. You got to back it up with a Richie James. You got to back it up with a Sky Moore. Uh, Kadarius Tony goes ahead of him in ADP. I don't know where Sky Moore and Sky Moore's Rice. a little bit ahead of him. Yeah, yeah, just probably a smidge, but still, like you yeah. need to double down on that investment because right now there is nothing to go off of whatsoever. We've seen Justin Ross highlight tapes out of OTAs. Okay, like come on, like yeah,
1: exactly. Like let's chill. Let's chill. Too much smoke right now for me.
0: Exactly. So DeAndre Hopkins, wide receiver twenty two, right now, I see a a situation that could develop where he just falls in ADP. If he winds up going to the Patriots, if he winds up going to a team like the Titans or an offense that's not prolific, I see his ADP value falling, and we're gonna be able to get him at a better value.
1: So before you give us your synopsis on it, uh, let's let's play the quick game of if he goes here, good or bad. Okay, so sure. obviously we already know what you're going to say. If he would randomly go to Buffalo or Kansas City, good, right? <laughs>
0: Very. Yeah, good. Yeah. Then he's then he probably doesn't move up that much. Like he probably you moves don't think so. To like, if he
1: goes th- those two,
0: two. So he probably moves up to like DK Metcalf or T Higgins territory. That's wide receiver 14 through 16. Right now he's at 22. Uh, What's the big yeah, difference? Around? I think
1: he probably he would probably slot in if I had to bet on it in between Higgins and Smith
0: okay, that's I think right that's still too that's still too high for me for a guy that yeah, while he- while healthy, he's a top five you know receiver at his position. but the last two seasons he's finished as wide receiver 40 plus in both because he hasn't been healthy. so not only do we need him to go somewhere uh to, that's going to be in a prolific offense, we also need him to stay healthy as well, right like and, and obviously him not playing football right now, not being in OTAs, not being on a team, that actually kind of helps the situation out i I, I do believe that. Um, he's had a lot of time to recover, but I do believe his better years are still behind him. Um, if you went to let's say the Browns, right? Situation where he's very familiar with Deshaun Watson, the team still doesn't throw the ball a lot. I still expect them to run the ball more this year than they did last year. I, you know, it's gonna be Nick Chubb season for me. Um, what's another spot where you would consider like good or bad? I mean Carolina. Bad. No. Bad worse a- really? worse, a- worse ADP, worse ADP than wide receiver twenty two. Yes. Okay, a I team think again to stay put
1: because uh, he's definitely the number one wide receiver on that team, hundred percent.
0: He he is. He's better yeah. than everybody, but they're also not going to be very good.
1: No, but is that kind and, of and good? It, it, that why you like Dalton Schultz on the Texans?
0: He's not. I do, but Dalton Schultz is on the Texans. DeAndre Hopkins has told us he wants a playoff team. He wants a team with a good defense. Yeah, and he then wanted, he's
1: considering the Titans and the fucking. Don't ask. Patriots? Don't ask me.
0: Don't ask I mean, me, like, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Where
1: is the winning season with either one of those two?
0: Well, he could go to he could go to Dallas and that would be a better situation, but I would still assume again if you went to a, the money. Okay, whatever. I'm just saying I'm I'm just talking about like locations where he would be perceived as a better value, but I he would still be at the same ADP, not that much higher.
1: Yeah, so 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 you don't think he moves up at all for either the Patriots or um the Titans? Not an
0: not an ADP, no. No, okay. no not not I think he could fall. My bet is he falls if he goes to teams like that. Um, so,
1: who are the teams in your mind that push him up, if any?
0: Probably the ones that you just named, uh, but they don't have money either. Kansas City or the Bills. Um yeah. Let's see. The Lions would be interesting, but I don't think he's going to. What if go he goes
1: there? to the Bears randomly? No, because the Bears they, have money. So they do. They have do
0: have money, but I, I mean, you're you're gonna. If I said yeah, you would be like, whoa, pump the brakes, buddy, like. Who's going to catch balls there? Like, is it him? Is it DJ Moore? Is it Darnell Mooney? It could is be it both. Be the run we,
1: we've just seen two. So the the Bengals um, and the uh, Eagles, two teams that have two top tier wide receivers that have performed. I think if he mm-hmm. would go to the Bears, we might see that situation with him and DJ Moore. I I really think hey, if they go, if they would get Hopkins, it's fuck the run game. We're throwing this ball eight billion times.
0: Why? Yeah, I would. I would love that. I don't think that they're going to do that. I think that they're going to try to invest. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think they're going to try to invest in defense. They need an edge rusher. And I feel like that's what's on the docket right now going after a potentially top five, you know, put us in a, in a super bowl position receiver isn't in the cards right now. They just traded the one Oh one for DJ Moore. Like, I think that they've they felt like they've invested enough at that position. They gave up, you know, the first pick of the second round for chase Claypool. They need to make that work, right? Like they need to make sure that they're trying to, you know, build up on that investment going out and Buying DeAndre Hopkins for a season does not do that. It in fact makes that trade even worse by adding Hopkins because that's the Claypool role. That's what he's gonna that that he's gonna break the field open. He's gonna be that big body threat down down the sideline. So uh, going through some more teams, I'll, I'll I'll go through them all. No to Green Bay, uh, great situation for Minnesota, but probably just not gonna happen. They don't have the defense. I don't think that he you know would see them as a Super Bowl threat. Uh Saints, way too crowded, not gonna happen. Uh Carolina, we said Are no. you
1: looking at a list of teams with their cap salary by chance?
0: No, I'm looking at the okay. list of teams, all of them.
1: I'm gonna look up cap salary space here.
0: Yeah, Falcons, not gonna happen. Buccaneers, not gonna happen. Dallas, I think it's an option if they can make the the money work. Obviously, the cap isn't even real in the NFL. Uh the Giants, I don't know why they haven't been bringing them in, but again, you know, lack of high-end quarterback play. Maybe he thinks they could win in a Super Bowl, but again, not you know a prolific passing offense. I mean, better than Mac Jones, you think? Uh, Commandos, uh, just not not in his uh, in his wheelhouse. Eagles, not in his wheelhouse. Uh, Rams, interesting, could be interesting, but I don't think they have the money.
1: How much money do you think he gets per year?
0: Uh, this year, he probably wants twelve to fifteen.
1: Okay, so I think he wants closer to twenty, but okay. So okay, whatever. Just, I'll I'll give you all the teams that have twelve million dollars or more. You tell me ones that actually make sense. I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna say Chargers. Like he, I don't think he's going to the Chargers. You know what I mean? Like so, Bears obviously have the most. You kind of poo pooed that he's not going back to the Cardinals. I'm reading nope. them in order from most to to, to least. Uh, yep. Then we got the Panthers. No, nope. so that that's an option. Colts. Nope. No, Jets. Could they have, have twenty three million dollars left.
0: It could happen, knowing the Jets what Aaron Rodgers is good or bad for for him. Mm
1: Because obviously Garrett Wilson already there, but again, uh, we just talked about. I'm gonna
0: say I'm gonna say even. I'm gonna say even.
1: Okay. Um, Stays at stays at ADP. Lions
0: could be better, but he won't go there. He won't. But but he won't go there. But uh, yeah, that would make his ADP better. But he won't go there.
1: Uh, So the Cowboys are on here. I now I'm second guessing if this is correct because i don't think they have 20 million dollars left i could be wrong on that maybe they could have the just Z cleared cut? some
0: cap recently they yeah, could maybe have just cleared did. some cap or so re- they have you know, renegotiated
1: yeah good or bad for him or i same. think
0: i think it's good but I, I still think that his adp stays the same
1: okay vikings
0: probably better but he doesn't go there
1: no i don't think so either uh browns obviously we talked about that jags have 15 million dollars <laughs> Don't think he does that right. Yeah, he's not. Doing uh, Patriots. Obviously, we talked about Bengals have $14 million. Don't think that happens, though. If They would ever they try, they to probably
0: train. still need to sign some players at other positions.
1: Yeah. Um, Packers. You said no, right? Yeah, he's uh, not going to the
0: Packers. They have Jordan Love.
1: Yeah, you already said no to the Saints. Dolphins, $13 million. That's for now because they're going to sign Dalvin. Yeah, uh, and then Eagles 13, which obviously we don't think he's going there. And then Texans. He ain't going back there either. So they everybody were, else, he, has, he was
0: talking about that actually. I don't think it'll happen, but
1: yeah, they we're talking. Um, about it. there's one on here that's an interesting one because I think that he would like the organization and the coach is the Steelers. They have 13.2 million left. That's interesting. Only I, I know they have Johnson and Pickens, but Johnson's I think coming up on on the end of his contract. So and I really think he would love to work with uh, Mike Tomlinson. So that yeah, that West one's in an George interesting Pickens, Dark if Horser. that happens. But yeah. Oh God.
0: Yeah. I would like that. I would like that move. I'd like to see him in, uh, in, in Pittsburgh. I'd like that move. Yeah. And then you got, I, chargers. Don't, I don't think that makes his ADP go up. But in fact, I think it makes it go down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. Probably. Uh, then we got chargers commanders and 49ers. I don't think no, he no, goes to no. any of those teams. Yeah. So there's man. But the Titans on here says they have $8.3 million. Unless they're going to pay a bunch of money up front for him. Like, how are they going to fit that in?
0: The cap isn't real, bro. They'll just renegotiate somebody's contract, you know, a couple of days before. And honestly, I don't think that they're in the running. It sounds like the Patriots are ahead of them.
1: God, why is he going to go there?
0: He loves Bill and Bill loves him. Apparently, they have like a a bromance going on. I don't know.
1: Who does Bill like? Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi? What the hell are we doing here with the quarterback? They're, they're not going to be. Sometimes, winning, they're, they're,
0: sometimes one of them's on the field, sometimes the other one is. They'll they, just trade snaps.
1: <laughs> they'll be lucky to finish third in the division.
0: Hey, like you're preaching not to the win choir. The division. What's the, uh, you're preaching to the choir, brother.
1: Well, Teaches them.
0: Indeed. Indeed. All right. So, really quick, just to review our guys that we had covered, I had DeAndre Hopkins, Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley, and Keenan Allen as my villains. Receivers that are overpriced this season. Uh, unmentioned was Christian Watson, but you can go to my Twitter feed at SGPNJB and you can see all sorts of Christian, Watch- <laughs> Christian Watson hate and signs of regression.
1: Uh, uh, who are you guys? Just a quick the wrap gentlemen up. I had uh, talked about are Brandon Ayuk, Adam Thielen, small bit of Rasheed Rice, and then the combo of Chris Godwin, Mike Evans.
0: Those are our villains. Andrew, anything else to share before we head out?
1: Uh no sir. Uh I think we are back next week with a draft show potentially with a special mm-hmm. guest maybe. Waiting to hear we'll, back but uh I think we we'll, might be able to get a draft in regardless, right?
0: Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean it's maybe all we'll, it's all uh TBD again with the with the kid on the way. We'll see what happens, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm exactly. Yeah. this we'll, <laughs> uh, hour by hour here.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe uh maybe we'll be doing a uh, solo pod by myself here and or getting some other co-host on. We'll we'll see. So uh yeah. <laughs>
0: Eh, who knows? Live from the I birthing like tub in weekly... Towson.
1: Yeah, I would like us to do an episode on the weekly winners, potentially. I do think people have interest in that as well, mm-hmm. even if we just hit on it and maybe not do a draft. But uh, I do think that that'll be in the works for us as well.
0: Yep, absolutely. I think we're also going to do a round-by-round breakdown next week as well. Um, again, just depends on where I'll be. If I'll be here on the streams or, you know, on the fantasy streets or, you know, watching my kid being born or, you know, just... Holding my breath as this thing is like living like <clears> in <throat> my hands, right in front of me. Like, oh my fucking god! I just made this thing. My goodness, what am I gonna do now?
1: <laughs> it is a it is an eye open experience, my man.
0: Can Can you walk or get a job yet? Rent is crazy, dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's head out. Appreciate everybody uh, stopping by and riding with us. Be sure to download and review the episode and smash the like button on YouTube. Take care, be well, be good, and if you can't be good, be good at it. Peace.